You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is, should be, June by the time this podcast drops for all of you. That's right. I am back on the microphone in new digs. I know. I got more comebacks in me than Aerosmith. <laughs> Hope everyone has had a good Memorial Day weekend, wherever, whenever you might be. So, first off, before we do get started, yes, yes, I know. It's been a while since we've all talked. It's probably been about a good uh, two two weeks since we've talked about Hershey Bears hockey and all that. And the reason why the microphone went dark, the reason why I just stopped talking was because, well, for all of you who listen to this podcast, you know why. Life gets in the way sometimes. Sometimes things just happened and... I had two big life-changing events happen to me within the same week. First off, I moved. I moved into the new digs that I'm in now. I'm sure you can hear it around me. There's a bit of an echo. There's a bit of a reverb here in this room, but it's a work in progress. Get a few sound panels up. Maybe get some Hershey Bears memorabilia up. I can finally get that video of the version of the podcast going. It'll be a work in progress. But secondly, and most importantly... I got married. Married the absolute love of my life. And for all of you watching on the video podcast, I have the ring to prove it. And we actually have the license to prove it as well. So with those two big life events going on, I just I I just I, I had to step away. Because when these big life events happen, some things are just more important. And that's just how life is sometimes. So some things just take presence, precedence, precedence, presence, presence. That's the word I'm looking for over hockey. And also the Bears were eliminated from the Calder Cup playoffs and uh, everybody did exits interviews. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there was there was all that. So. So let's talk about some things that have happened while I've been gone. Uh, first up, we have some signings. We have our first re-signing of the season, which was... Oh, I'm sorry. Before I say new signing for next year, hashtag next season starts today. Hello, Hurricanes fans. And um, the Hershey Bears on Twitter put out um, a nice little you know, date tomorrow in an, in an audio highlight of this person. This person scored an overtime goal. Ooh, this ought to be interesting. It'd be Shane Gersich, Cody Clark. Well, who else could it be? Um, Lucas Johansson. I mean, he had a pretty nice, 
pretty nice year. Perhaps the Bears sign him again. And it turns out, Mo, 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 Mo. No, I'm not talking about Mo from Men on a Mission. I'm talking about none other than Mason Morelli is coming back to the Hershey Bears next next season. The product of Minnesota, product of Minnesota State, had a career year last year, 12 goals, 24 assists in 61 games for the Bears last season, was one of the better, more consistent players on the Bears this season. Was resigned to a to a uh, American Hockey League contract. I can talk. I've been away for two weeks. So, so the question is, the question is, is this a good signing? You know, did, did this guy deserve to come back? And the answer is yes. Yes, he did. He absolutely deserved to uh, to come back. Again, one of the more consistent players, despite all the crap that have been going on with the Hershey Bears this season. He absolutely deserved to come back. And, um, yeah, they're signing him after a career year. So who knows if he is going to be as good this year as he was, uh, as he was, uh, if he's going to be as good this year as he was last year. A career year on a horrible team. <laughs> so we will see on, about him. But, uh, Mo, Mo, Mason Morelli, Returning to the Bears. Let's see what this guy can do with a really, really good squad in front of him. Well, not really good. One that's completely healthy. But speaking of healthy, uh, some news broke last week from the club in red, white, and blue. You often notice that after playoff series have happened, players tend to reveal injuries. Like players have been skating with broken ankles. Some have been skating with broken ribs. And last week... It was revealed that the Lord and Savior of the Caps Chirps podcast, hello, Troll, hello, Polly, announced that he had successful ACL surgery, meaning he will be out six to eight weeks, meaning most likely Tom Wilson, former Hershey Bear Tom Wilson, will actually not be ready for the rest of the calendar year. He won't be ready for the start of the 22-23 season, nor be ready for training camps at all. So which means there is a spot for a Hershey Bear to go on up and make some make some noise and have some fun with the big league club. But who could it be? Whom, oh intelligent Bears fan, whom could be this person? And um, the logical solution that me and the guys were coming up with when uh, when we were going over this was quite possibly Big Beck Malenstein. Malenstein? Malenstein, or whatever. Six in one hand, half dozen in the other. But um, could possibly be Big Beck's chance to go up there and get some time with the big boy squad. Now, he gets this because he is a bigger winger that could obviously play more of Wilson style, more of the big boy skating around the big beefy boy go fast and that's what the capitals will be looking for as a stopgap for uh for wilson's injury now i'm saying this as of this recording let's just see here this episode will drop later in the week 
So as of June first, I'm just just um just bringing that up. Now, could they also go out there and go um, bottom middle six signings and or go out shopping for other players? That's a very real possibility as well. But given all the injuries that happened with the with the Capitals and the whole bunch of youth that they kind of sort of had to start this year, it's a fair assessment to say that they have a good idea of whom they're going to call up for certain situations. Because this year was a lot of dress rehearsals for a lot of Bears. Uh, Beck, Protoss, Das Vunderkin, Mike Scarbosa, AJ, um, others. Especially if you were forward, you got time up with Washington this past year. So a lot of guys were able to um, to get up there and stay and stay with the Capitals and really make their presence felt. So I think Beck could be a logical option for to replace the Lord and Savior of DC's hearts, Tom Wilson. Although they're probably not their Lord and Savior. It's probably TJ Oshie because they all love singing, Take me down, country roads! No, I'm not a bitter fan of a rival. You shut up. <laughs> anyway, um, let's... Uh, let let's take this down. Let's let's uh, let's move somewhere else in the American Hockey League. Catching up on some news that I've been gone. In a rarity that we have not uh, talked about in quite some time is American Hockey League relocation news. Yeah, I know it's been a long time since we've had a team uh, team move like just up and move. Now this is one of the California teams because it was announced a few weeks ago that the Calgary Flames announced their farm club, the Stockton Heat, are going to be moving out of Stockton and, in fact, moving in with Big Brother at the Scotiabank Shadow Dome. So whenever the Stockton Heat season ends is when they are done in NoCal. They are done there in California, and um, they're... The Flames said they're going to be moving in, which logistically, it's going to be a, a, a pretty tough, a, a pretty tough assignment for them because they already have the Calgary Hitmen that already play at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. They've already got the Calgary Flames, obviously, which are either looking to trying to get a new stadium by fleecing the city out of tax pay, taxpayer money. All of you laugh. But this is how these things tend to go down sometimes. So, um, so, and whatever else gets done there in the Saddle Dome during the hockey season. So, he'll be moving right in. Don't know what they're going to be called. The Calgary Fire, the Calgary Isotopes, uh, the Calgary Stampede. Uh, yeah, I, I know that that's a, a CFL team. They won't be called the Calgary Stampede, no. But um, we'll see where they go. We'll see where they go. I smell a rebranding, and I smell new uniforms coming down. And we'll deal with that when the time comes as well. So the Stockton Heat are going to be relocating all the way up to Calgary, and we'll see where they go. Because I threw out to uh, some of my um, hockey podcast network friends, especially Blasty's Corner podcast, who covers the Calgary Flames. Hello. Like, where could they go? Like, we originally 
we originally put out there to them, where would they go? Where in Calgary would they go? Because we like looked around. There's Medicine Hat. There's a few other CHL cities they could go to. And there's a city about 30 miles near Calgary called Balzac. I'm not making this up, everyone. B-A-L-L-Z-A-C. Go Google it. I'll wait. Go Google. Just go. Yeah, I'm right, aren't I? Balzac in Alberta, Canada. Oh, the jokes write themselves. I'm not saying it, but I'm sure all of you are thinking it and saying it as well. I'm a professional podcaster, everyone. (laughs) Oh, all of you missed this while I was gone. And uh, so we're going to take a short break here real quickly um, and take a word from our sponsor at DraftKings. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast. But before we continue on, hockey fans, the pursuit of the Stanley Cup is on and Draft. Kings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Hockey League, has an unbelievable offer for the most expo- exciting playoffs in all of sports. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets, no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings same-day game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and much more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your funds slash cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details down in the description below. And now, on with the show. So, we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. I'm back, everyone. Larger than life and twice as ugly. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it feels really good to be able to talk to you guys all all again and uh, to be able to talk about um, Bears news and just hockey news um, in general. Um, because moving, I d- didn't really have a lot of, um, a lot of like, I-, I guess for lack of better words, creative outlet or chances to really talk about Bears stuff you know at least blogging my blog went um went dark for a little bit and especially for a website that's just starting out i know that's not the best for me to do but again life gets in the way and when the my other roommates moved out they took the internet with them there's only so much mobile hotspotting can do (laughs) so the bears were able to ink two more players early early last week and first off was Benton Mass. Benton Mass, sixth round 2017 NHL draft pick, was signed to a AHL deal. 23 years old. Um, that's Benton Mass. That's M A S S Mass. 23 years old. 
um, spent four years at the University of New Hampshire while, and transferred to Minnesota State University for the 2021-22 season, helping the Mavericks go on an unbelievable little unbelievable I can talk NCAA tournament title game run the 63201 blue liner scored 14 points 3 goals 11 assists in 42 games for Minnesota State native of Elk River Minnesota collected 51 points in 162 career NCAA games he was signed to a tryout on the Bears on April 20th and made his professional debut in the club's regular season finale on April 24th versus Syracuse, recording two shots. Yeah, that game. Yeah. Um, uh, recorded two shots. Uh, woo. Yeah, good for him. Um, yeah, he got to skate with us. Um, yeah, really happy for him. Um, that, who am I kidding? Am I kidding? It's just another defensive prospect coming up through the system. Okay, 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 okay. I shouldn't say that. Good on the kid that he's going to be with the Bears next year, and it's looking like we are going to get an injection of youth there on the blue line this season. Um, We'll take a look at some of the, the uh, defensive signings as we get down the line, but I know a few guys will be heading on out this year, and uh, maybe having some, maybe having this guy here could help out. If not, off to South Carolina with you. Don't trust me. You'll look fabulous in blue, white, and red. Trust me, you will. It's lovely in North Charleston. It really is. Just don't expect big, big crowds. <clears throat> the Bears also signed Bear Hughes. 20 years old, out of the Western Hockey League Spokane Chiefs, led all scoring categories this season, posting the team's best in goals, 24, best in assists, 43, best in points, 67. He's named Spokane's 35th captain in the team's history this past January, earned U.S. Division uh, second All-Star honors. Now, for those who don't know, the Western Hockey League is part of the CHL, which is the Canadian Junior Pro League up there. It's a big minor system up there in Canada that's split up into three different leagues. You have the Western Hockey League, you have the Ontario Hockey League, and the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. These consist of many teams that about 80% of the league is in Canada. But there's a U.S. contingency as well. There are some in, um, uh, uh, what is it, in Lewiston, Maine, the Erie Otters, the Flint Firebirds, and especially in the western U.S., the Spokane Chiefs, the Seattle Thunderbirds. Uh, there is a, the Portland Winterhawks. There is a whole bunch of U.S. teams inside this league, and at least more so in the Western Hockey League, there is an, there's about a six or seven batch of U.S. teams. So they just went ahead and said, screw it. We'll just make our own U.S. division. And that's where the Spokane Chiefs are, i.e. Spokane, Washington State is where it was. They have nice jerseys. They look like Montreal Canadiens jerseys. Uh, let's see here. Da, 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 da. The 6-2, 171-pound forward posted 116 points over his 127 game WHL career 
Post-fall, Idaho native was selected fifth round of the 2020 NHL draft. He signed a tryout with the Bears on May 3rd, but did not see any action. Too young to get in on it. Here's a jersey. Go skate with everyone during practice. Um, Bear Hughes, no idea if he's related to Jack Hughes. Um, let's see what the kid can do. I'm not going to hype this kid up. I barely seen anything out of him. And sure, you could say, oh, well, he did a lot in juniors. Well, good for him. We've had guys who have lit up the college ranks and they come to the American Hockey League and haven't really done all that much. So, uh, forgive me if I'm not, you know, over the moon for this kid as of yet. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see with Bear Hughes. Although, it is B-E-A-R, Hughes. I gotta tell you, the marketing writes itself with Bear Hughes. You can take this name, put him on the program if he scores a lot next year, Put them on a t-shirt. Put them on the tickets. It's all there. It's all marketing. It's brilliant, bro. Bro, the kid's name is Bear. Bro, I'm telling you, bro, it's marketing. It is freaking genius marketing, bro. Book it. Now, next, next season will be the Hershey Bears 85th season. The Bears will be celebrating 85th. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's the five-year. It's the five-year curse. Wait, what happened with our 75th season? Uh, Let's see here. Looks up phone. Uh, Let's see here. That was the... uh, That was the year we missed the playoffs. That that was the Havlet year, I think, was our 75th anniversary. Okay, fine. The 80th anniversary. Uh, Oh, that season. (laughs) We don't talk about that season. We don't talk about our 80th anniversary season. Nobody does. So, uh, 85 years for the Bears. Good for them. At least we won't get an AHL All-Star game. That will take place in Laval this season. It will happen. But if nothing else, we'll get a nice little nice little patch to put on the the Bears jerseys this year. The American Hockey League playoffs, the Calder Cup, the hunt for the Silver Chalice continues on as the Final Four has been set for the Calder Cup um, playoffs. The uh, Eastern Conference and Western Conferences are set. Out East, it is Le Racket de Laval, who got that far by beating the uh, Rochester Americans. And uh, trying to bring it up here on the uh, on the phone here, you know they can't just make a simple bracket for these things. They gotta like spread it all out, round two, series this. Just just give me a bracket. Um, Laval beat the Syracuse Crunch to advance. Laval a bit of a surprise coming out of the north because we all thought it'd be the Utica Comets. The the, the Comets were amazing this year, talent for days. But as we've seen in the playoffs this year, what you do in the regular season means exactly nothing. It means nothing. We're seeing teams in the NHL this year, top teams in the league getting tested. The Hurricanes have gone down. The Panthers have gone down. Um, 
Who who else? Colorado? Oh, they're still going around. Okay, they're, they're okay. We still got Colorado. All right, we uh, we still got got them. Who on the the, the Pacific Division? Calgary? Oh, they're eliminated. Out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calgary's gone because the Lord and Savior of Canada, Connor McDavid. But that's another show. But the Utica Comets were ousted by the Rochester Americans, who were then ousted by Le Rocket de Laval, who beat them in overtime. And uh, they swept them, but it was a triple overtime game, 5-5 triple overtime, but someone on Rochester just had to take a delay of game penalty. And then Jean-Sebastian D, former pride of Allentown, broke Allentown? No, I actually think, no, that's Wilkes-Barre. Anyway, that's where I know that name from. Breaks the hearts of Western New York as Laval moves on. They will be taking on the Springfield Thunderboids who got there by beating the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Baby Penguins so much so that we even had the very rare playoff goalie goal, Joel Hoffner. Who? Joel Hoffer. Who? Joel Hoffer. Who? Exactly. Got the ever-rare playoff goalie goal in, uh, in Game 2, I think it was, as Springfield won 6-2. to two. Real good scenes out of him, jumping up and down. All the players skate over. He led the high five line. Ah, beautiful stuff. Beautiful. Now, it might mean nothing if Springfield doesn't get anything, but it's a nice little moment. He's earned himself into montages for the rest of his life. Uh, Springfield got there by beating the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Baby Penguins and then went on to crush the Charlotte Checkers in three games, 6 nothing. 4-3, and 5-1. Um, those were best of five series. We are now up to the best of seven series for the conference finals, as it was always meant to be. Out west, it is the Chicago Wolves, the Burgundy Army. The Wolf Army is crushing anything that's in its path, as the Wolves did not swept their first opponents right out. Um, the Milwaukee Admirals, were able to get a win against the Burgundy Army, 4-2 in Milwaukee. And then Chicago decided to murder them the next game. Um, all three games that the Chicago Wolves won, they won by a combined score of 19-5. This is absolutely ridiculous what this team is doing. And now with the Carolina Hurricanes gone, they're going to get even more reinforcements, which is like adding IMDBs to a battle cruiser. Good luck, Stockton. Good luck. You're going to need it to take this squad on. That is the conference final setup in the Calder Cup playoffs. We'll be taking a look at them as we go down the line. And uh, I think that'll do it for this week. A nice, short, little first summer episode for all of you. Not a lot. Not a lot for all of you, but I like that we could get back on the microphone and talk to each other once again, and I'm glad to be back on the microphone. Happily married, um, at least for now. I can hear some people listening to this podcast going, run, run. And I think next week we'll go down a little bit more of a proper rundown and uh, say goodbye to a few appropriate teams in the Carter Cup playoffs. But as I'm getting used to married life 
and uh, to this new studio here. All of you, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to this podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Make sure you tune in to us. We'll be getting more episodes out on a regular basis. Um, Some episodes may drop Tuesdays. We'll try to get back more on the Monday release swings here in the upcoming weeks. But just all of you, bear with me. Pun not intended. Just bear with me as I'm getting used to this new setup. And... um, and once I get a good rhythm going, I'll be able to get a lot of uh, episodes out for everyone as we'll be covering a range of topics here in the Grit and Barrett podcast summer edition. We'll stretch our legs out a little bit more. We'll bring the YouTuber tree back on, try to get other hockey voices around as well. We even, for now, have a very special guest we are looking to down the line. Lee from our Kids Play Hockey so far is slated to come on after the playoffs wrap up. You might know him from the Elimination Cafe sketches. And I'm going to ask everyone to go to, after you're done listening to this podcast, go find it. Go to YouTube and type in Elimination Cafe and go watch these videos. They are brilliant. It's basically, as the teams are eliminated, what happens if they all go into a cafe? And with the second round ending... I expect another video of theirs to be dropped within a couple days. So to everyone, thank you for listening to this again. I'm back in the saddle, back in business. Let's get after it. And above all else, go Bears. I'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears.